Hey, bubblers, and welcome to My Streaming Bubble. It's the podcast where I talk about the shows that I love with the people I tolerate. I'm Jen, and I'm the host of this little old podcast. And today, I'm kind of excited to say that I have Dozer in the pod basement with me. And as an added change, we'll be doing a watch party of the 1988 cult classic Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Welcome to the pod basement, Dozer. Well, thank you for having me. This is actually a new thing. I don't, yeah, this is the first time we've ever recorded mm-hmm. live together. Yep. So I'm yep. excited about it. I am too. We also have a special guest with us, uh, Mrs. Dozer, aka Miss Jin Jin. You can say hi. Hi. <laughs> oh, yep. There you are. I see your yeah, <laughs> little sound up. wigglies. <laughs> yeah. So I actually do have a wife for all you that doubted it. All right. <laughs> she exists. She's real. And she's one of my best friends. <laughs> But yeah, so today we are going to be talking about the uh, 1988 cult classic, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Uh, I remember this movie from my childhood because, as you and I have discussed, watched a lot of things probably shouldn't have at a young age. Um, Skinamax. Yep. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I don't remember how I happened upon this movie, but probably through HBO and everything always been terrified of clowns so i'm not sure why i ever watched this movie as much as i did but <laughs> i remember loving it so <laughs> i can't say the last time that i watched it so this will be interesting <laughs> oh this is one of my this is another one of my go-tos i i love it ever bored like like it was for robocop I, I will put on killer clowns from outer space this is a comfort watch for you absolutely absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> It's weird, but all right. Well, well, if if you've never seen it, you really got to. I mean, yeah, clowns are scary or, well, some people think they are. But it did you know, though, that they had to call it Killer Clowns from Outer Space only due to the fact that if they just called it Killer Clowns, because it was back in, what did you say it was, 87, 88? 88 is when it came out. That was the big slasher genre so they didn't want them to think it was just like a slasher movie about somebody or some people in clown costumes they wanted to actually give it but the alien theme to it so that's why they called it that gotcha starting off with the fun facts there you go all right yeah and then god it was like a couple years ago when people were dressing up as clowns and then standing on like roadsides and at night just creeping fuckers out oh my god i I want to do that like (laughs) i think was like oh god they're here (laughs) i just don't have the patience to do all the makeup and stuff but i so want to do that i just get a good scary rubber mask there's plenty out be available soon is that a thing we're gonna wind up doing now sure all right fair enough (laughs) all right so we're gonna start this i think no, maybe. Where am I? I don't know. Oh, play movie. <laughs> <laughs> We're off to a great start. Do I have the commentary on? Yeah, you press commentary. Damn it. Oh, Jesus. To be fair, I've never looked at the special features. You do realize, and I'm looking at my wife now, that we are going to have to, once we leave here... We are going to have to go home and then watch it with the commentary because I want to know more because now I feel like I'm an idiot. Like, I'm, oh, there was commentary? What the hell was I doing? I'm surprised. I usually watch it when it's like one in the morning. Well, yeah, and I'm drunk. And you don't need any more voices at you. Exactly. talking now? <laughs> oh, what, is what did he say? <laughs> I wanted to see that one dude turn into cotton candy. Why is he talking over there? <laughs> God, the... 
here we are. We just pressed start. And I beg anybody to sit there and tell me a better song for a movie. Period. Like, this is the single greatest m- song for any movie. What's the song? Can you tell us? It's it's called Killer uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. It was uh, written on the by, nose. I forget who, but it was performed by the Dickies, an American punk rock group. <laughs> no so, way. Yeah, and apparently there was a soundtrack to this, but it hadn't been released till like, somewhere in the early 2000s. Like, it, it finally got released then. Huh. So... Yeah, I found that out. So, yeah, put that on our Amazon wish list. (laughs) (laughs) Or we're just going to buy it anyway. No wish list. Just add to cart. Yeah. I have have a job, people. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We're so proud of you. (laughs) I know. (laughs) And not only do we start off with with one of the greatest title songs ever. Now you got John Vernon as Deputy Mooney. Are you serious? John Vernon is like huge i mean i know this is kind of past his prime and all that but to have him in this i'm trying to remember some of the other stuff he's he's one of those other guys that we've talked about in previous podcasts like you see him in a lot of stuff but you just don't necessarily remember him i know he Mm. was way big in like the 60s you said it was john vernon john vernon yes yeah, he's got quite the um, IMDb, just real quick looking at it. First things that pop up are Dirty Harry, uh, nope. Animal House, Killer Oh, Clowns, yeah, he was the dean in Animal House. And uh, Airplane, the sequel. Oh, that one I don't remember very much. I remember <laughs> I love, the original, but not... I love the Airplane movies. The lick a stick. <laughs> oh, all the free ice cream you can get. I mean, I hate to be that guy, but come on. I mean... <laughs> No kiss? I mean, I'm not even asking for much. <laughs> Just a kiss will be fine by me. As I talk about that with my wife sitting next to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think she's on Tinder. I think she's swiping right. <laughs> Whatever. As long as he has to listen about how her day went, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, but then he gets to eat all her food. The hell he does. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's where you draw the line, yeah, yeah, damn it. Yeah, you, no. <laughs> I get the chicken and rice, all right? God damn it. Now I want chicken and rice. Yeah, see? God damn it. Well, maybe she'll swipe on your Tinder account. Who knows? Maybe you'll get the chicken and rice. Yeah, yeah. At Streaming Bubble 69. (laughs) (laughs) Does that guy have Sarah, Jessica, uh, Sarah... What the hell is her name? Raphael. What the hell is her name? Oh, Sally oh. Jesse Raphael yeah, thank glasses. You. Oh my God. Anytime yeah. I see red frame glasses, that's all I think about. But it looked exactly like that. You're gonna have a hot dogs. <laughs> I love that guy. Uh, Royal Royal Dano, but I don't know. Oh yeah, Farmer Green or whatever. Is that really his name? Royal Edward Dano. What age do you suppose they are? Because it doesn't actually say in the movie, as far as I remember. I don't know. They, they're they looking like mid-20s. <laughs> yeah, but if you're mid-20s at this point, why the hell are you parking up on a goddamn ledge or whatever? Like, you're 20, mid-20s? You could go to the bar. What the hell are you guys doing? Well, it was the 80s, and everyone just spent that much more time outside. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I always just assumed, like, high school, like, seniors or something. Because, I mean, back then, like, all high school students looked like they were... Because they were played by people in their 20s and 30s and shit. So, 
it wasn't until I became like a teenager where I was like, holy shit, we do not look like grown ass adults. No. We still look like children. <laughs> I think they're college. Ooh, there's a silhouette of a killer clown. Oh, such a good dog. See, now, this one, of all the things, this one hurts me the most. I, I, Completely unnecessary. Yeah, no. When, 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 when you, 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 can, you can kill off your main characters, you can kill off kids, you can kill off any human being you want. But when you start taking dogs and cats and stuff like that, now I'm just like, oh, come on, man. His name is Pooh Bear. Yeah, Aww, Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear. But he's a dog. He's a cute dog, too. He's a cute dog. Little basset hound. Tarnations. I need to use that more. No, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) I love that guy. Now, granted, the special <laughs> effects for when they, like, turn into the cotton candy mm-hmm. aren't very good. But you got to admit, the puppeteering for the clowns themselves still looks great for 2021. I was I was going to say, I was reading that they, it, like, they tried to use, like, as much, like, practical effects, like, with the makeup and the prosthetics and everything, and really only tried to save it for cotton candy and stuff so i mean obviously stuff that would be increasingly harder i mean this is this this is one of your uh b-horror movies anyway so it's not like they had the budget to do practical effects for everything but this is definitely one of those movies that whatever budget they had they spent on what you see and it's always nice to see a movie do that Mm mm-hmm it says that the $2 million budget went primarily on production costs. The clowns and visual effects were created almost entirely by the filmmakers at very little cost. This movie had a $2 million budget <laughs> for 1988. I can't believe it was even that much. I Holy know. Cow. A lot of money. Yeah. Well, when you spend 28 bucks on a goddamn pan, that's a lot of money to me, too. So. <laughs> on a pan? A pan. Rachel Ray? Of course. Orange, Gotta buy it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. It makes sense. But it's never full price. I buy everything on sale. <laughs> I was just thinking that too, her little jumper, which is something I'm pretty sure I saw at TJ Maxx online. <laughs> oh my God. What is TJ Maxx? I had a conversation with somebody last night at the bar. It's a store, it's a clothing store. It's a clothing store because she made it sound like it was more like a it's, Walmart, but like a you're department just a wa- store. It's a department store, like um, uh, Burlington, so a uh, factory or yeah, like outlet, like uh, reduced cost kind of stuff. It's, it's got, this part's not going in the podcast, is it? It's, oh Jesus! It's got household stuff. It's got just to have another beer, Josh. It'll be All right, <laughs> well, we might have to pause because I'm. <laughs> Who's that actress now? Because she's Her super name familiar. Is, familiar. I have it up here somewhere. I just had it up. Susan Snyder? Yes. She's from Illinois. Well, nobody's perfect. Hmm. Oh, yeah, and she was in Weird Science. Oh, my God, she was. Mm-hmm. I did all. Oh, because that came out in the 80s as well, too. Oh, yeah. 85. 80, 85. Ah, shit, I, I should have had you guess. Is it too early to talk about the sequel? 
What the fuck? There's a sequel? <laughs> well, there isn't, but it's been in talk since, like, I think they, I want to say 2005. Last I heard, Sci-Fi, the Sci-Fi channel was trying to buy the rights for it, but they had an interesting, which I really, uh, interesting plot point that I really liked is that the guy who's playing the main character, what's his name here? Uh, Grant Kramer, who's playing, oh, this is great. His name, well, his name's Mike, but I don't ever think they mention his last name, but his last name is Mike Tobacco. And Susan Snyder's character is Debbie Stone. (laughs) Yeah. But apparently he's supposed to play like some drunk and it's supposed to be set in like today's times. Hmm. So they they were calling it a, a requel. So it's like a reboot, but it's a sequel. And so he was supposed to play like some drunk who's supposed to help these other kids mm-hmm. help fight him. But he's a drunk because nobody believed his story and all that stuff, which is kind of weird because spoiler, I guess, at the end of the movie, there's like how many cops sitting around watching <laughs> like somebody's got to file a report. That's the I think one of the, one of two scenes that actually shows like the reactor inside. So it shows how the whole thing actually operates, which is actually you know, it only took, what, 20 seconds for that scene, maybe mm-hmm. 30, but it actually provides some sort of continuity to the movie, which is not something you see in a whole lot, and they just do whatever, and it's, eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Why would a military base be a circus? Covert. Why not? Covert. Can't trust your I actually kids. have a story that I could tell you, but I can't, I can't do it here <laughs> while recording. Yes, actually. Is it just me or is all the cotton candy just look like giant penises? Like it's like like they're heavy on the bottom and then they like they look like they got two balls and then. See, I was thinking more like just light bulbs. Well, Not I guess that I, you well, mentioned it, penises too. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, I see light bulbs. Oh yeah, the bloodied faces when he rips off the cotton candy. See, it looks like a light bulb. Yeah. Well, the one behind her. You just can't stop looking at it because you're just like, that's a pretty dick. (laughs) Nah. I'm not much of a cotton candy guy anyway, so I could have a couple bites, but that's it. Yeah, I'm really not a cotton candy person. I mean, when I was a kid, I ate the shit out of it. Probably not so much after this movie. But what about popcorn? Because I am anti-popcorn. Really? I hate how it gets stuck in my teeth. Yeah. I just absolutely hate it. I just refuse to do it. And then if you go to a bar, especially nowadays, like the last thing I want to do is eat something that everybody had their hands in. It's oh, like, yeah. Oh, no forget it. Yeah, that's... Did you know that that uh, I didn't I tried to look up how much exactly they spent on it. But that popcorn gun mm-hmm. is the most expensive thing in the movie right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I like how every nice. scene. So they had three cuts there. The popcorn never reaches them, never reaches them, but it always falls down, but it keeps going out, out, out. Uh (laughs) Balloon animals. Magic balloon. So they. Oh, that's right. He he made a doggy balloon animal and they're using it to hunt the humans. So do you suppose that's the soul of Pooh Bear? (gasps) Like, wouldn't that be just twisted as shit? Oh. How does the, they ran through the woods? Why is, how's the popcorn still stick to them? It's a lot of Aquanut. 
To be fair, yeah. In the 80s, yeah. That, that sounds about right. It's the Aquanet and cocaine. And even though it's still a rubber animal, they still ran over a dog. <laughs> I'm still I'm still anti-running over balloon animals. They, they do not like dogs in this movie. Yeah. There's a website that you can go to, and it's something like, you know, does the dog live? And you can search a movie to see, you know, movies that have animals to find out if the, the animal makes it to the end. That sounds tragic as hell. I wonder. It's It sounds traumatic. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to go there. But I wonder if this movie's on the list. You got to look that up now. Now I want to know. I mean, just for this movie alone, I don't want to hear about Benji or Lassie or anything like that. Marley and me. Oh, but you got to love this. This is so creepy as hell. You got the, you got the, the sign for the town. Crescent Crow, five, Cove, five yeah, miles. Yeah, five miles. And you got the one, you got the one clown, and now just a whole unit of them goes out. Like, that is creepy as hell. And the music, oh, the music in this is, I love it. I'd say it's a slow-mo entry in kind of thing but like I imagine they just can only walk that fast <laughs> well yeah I mean look at some of those costumes I mean I can't imagine they weren't sweating their balls off in there or vaginas off I guess I shouldn't assume they're all men and now we got your 80s acting mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so killer clowns from outer space is on the website does the dog die.com oh Okay, so what does it say? Uh, let's see. The dog's body is implied to be stored inside the smaller cotton candy cocoon found hanging next to its owner's cocoon. The filmmakers have confirmed that the mini cocoon is the dog. Oh. <laughs> Way harsh, guys. Yeah, it is. <laughs> this is kind of trippy. The reflection of the clown as he's walking made it look all like Oh, trails. what I think is more trippy is this actor as the clown doing this crap mm-hmm. it, oh, oh, like a robotic uh, what do you call him? Mannequin? Robotic mannequin? Yeah. Like, he's doing it like, or she, whatever. They are doing it very well. Yes. Like, that was creepy as hell. And then that look. Oh, dude, that is creepy that as is hell. That is creepy. The slow turnaround. Ugh. So, but what I was going to sit oh, there sorry. and say is, so, like, let's say you order, you're one of the, I, I mean, I guess I don't know what they perform or who they perform to, but let's say you're one of those patrons that orders a cotton candy and you were expecting human remains in it and now you got dog. Like, is it taste different or do you want your money back or? I mean, I guess it'd be like you go somewhere, you order beef and get chicken. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> do you I don't send know. it back or you're just like, you know what? This tastes like <laughs> this tastes OK. I don't want to make waves. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's questions like that that kept me out of the really good schools. So. <laughs> <laughs> sure, those those questions. Yeah, those questions. That's why. It wasn't my attitude during the interview. You got to admit, <laughs> though. I mean, I know it's been a while for you to, that you've seen this, but you got to admit, John Vernon, oh, my God, steals the show mm-hmm. in this movie. He is just awesome. Whatever they paid him, it sure as hell wasn't enough. Christopher Titus is in this. Why do I know that name? He's a comedian, and he had a show, Titus, in the early 2000s, which is pretty funny from what I recall. Which character is he playing here? I don't know. He His character name is Bob McReed. I'm trying to think of which character he played. I just told you, Bob McReed. Yeah, but... <laughs> Who the fuck is Bob McReed? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! No, Christopher he was, Titus! No, wasn't he the guy with the glasses? 
Oh, maybe. I'm, At the beginning, that died. I'm not even paying attention to the name or the character name, so I... <laughs> yeah, I think it was. Oh, this is creepy as hell. Oh, yeah, the little puppet show Oh, in the gazebo. If there's one scene that ever gave me nightmares, it was this one. I've actually had nightmares about this before. Plus, there was a Muppet episode that did the exact same thing, <laughs> and it gave me nightmares. That's sort of reminds me of this. You know, I never had a problem with Muppets, but I didn't care for, like, the puppets on Mr. Rogers, and I definitely don't give any shits about marionettes. Those terrifying little fuckers can just hang themselves. So when it comes to, like, puppets and stuff like that, I'm only okay with Muppets. But this is creepy with the eyes. Mm-hmm. And now all, she mad looking. Oh, that, that is crazy as shit. That creeps me the hell out. Run, stupid. Now, why would you bother? It's the 80s. <laughs> the way it left. <laughs> but I love this guy's reaction. Like, you, you didn't, like, you're already scared shitless and you're not even calling the cops right now. Mm. You, you wait this long. Uh, excuse me. It's a pharmacy. I'm sure he's seen lots of things. Oh, Debbie, it doesn't change how he feels. Ugh, oh, Debbie. Crap. Blah, blah, blah. Bullshit, bullshit. My line. Bullshit, <laughs> bullshit. My line. Everyone answers the door and see through lingerie and a glass of wine. You know what? If that was the case, I'd definitely quit my job and be a pizza <laughs> delivery boy. I don't need it to turn into a porno. Just be like, no tip required. Yeah. We're good. I got to see what... I now, if she did it, sorry, not interested, but... Could you imagine if he didn't wind up killing her and then Jim goes, who the hell is sending you fucking chocolates? Yeah. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Yeah, I feel like there's comedy there. How did he get out of the back by himself? She opened the door. Oh, she did. Yeah. I missed it. Sorry. <laughs> Calm down. Because you're I, getting all me loud. I always think of that. This is... I mean, I've seen this about a... I don't know. Not as many as RoboCop, but I've seen it a lot. And I've... I always think about it after the fact and I'm too lazy to pick up the remote and rewind <laughs> just to check. So, No, she opened it for him. Alrighty. I'll take your word very, for very it. Very chival chivalrous. Chivalrous? Chival what happens when, when a lady does something for a man? It's not chivalry or chivalrous. What is that called? Just being lucky that we decided to do something nice for y'all. <laughs> do you remember a movie yes. that... No. Yeah, you probably don't. And this is probably going to go absolutely nowhere. But there was a movie where, and I it might have been Scent of a Woman, Don't and but don't quote me on that. But it was where two guys were talking. It was an older guy and a younger guy. And he goes, if she doesn't unlock the door for you when you let her into the car, she's not worth your time. So, like, you would open the passenger door, like, because you would lock your car. You would unlock the car door on the passenger side. She would get in. But if she doesn't reach over, and this was back in the day when you actually had to do it yourself. Yeah. I know some of our listeners probably don't know what that is, <laughs> but they had to reach over or you had to use the key on the outside to unlock the door. But if they didn't reach over to unlock it, they were automatically disqualified. That's just rude. I mean, I kind of understand that because that's just fucking rude, right? Someone else opens the door for you. The least you can do is lean over two and a half feet and pull the little clicky thing up. So I would, I would kind of agree with that. By the way, you did do that once. So that's 
<laughs> My wife, not Jen. I want to make sure there's. <laughs> I want to make absolutely certain of this. Jinjin likes this part. So we have the shorty clown showing up on some baller little trike. Baller. Is this it? is one of those scenes you kind of just got to watch. Well, to be fair, he does eventually beep the horn. <laughs> I mean, he does destroy the bike in the process, but, you know, still beeps the horn. Now the little clown has gloves. It's trying to box the biker guy. <laughs> yep. That is awesome. That'll teach you to be mean. I, it's like yeah, rock exactly. and sock robots. I know I said it earlier, but the puppeteering in this, oh my God, is it, it holds up still today. And we're watching, we're not even watching this on Blu ray. This is just a regular DVD yeah. and it still looks great. It, yeah. Man, kids in the 80s are way too fucking trusting. This little girl's all like, hey, there's a clown. I'm going to wave at it. Because of the 80s, is that that was really the birth of helicopter parenting because we were so latchkey and left on our own oh, and God. kidnapped and whatnot. That generation grew up to be, we can't let these kids out of our sight because we nearly died a whole bunch of times. <laughs> well, it's because we remember what we did. And that's the problem. I mean, uh, personal note, me, you know, me and Virginia don't have kids. And it's like, everybody asks, like, well, why not? And I was like, yeah, because I remembered what I was like when I was a kid. And I don't want to have to deal with that as a parent. Like, I don't even know how my parents dealt with it. And then we got the, oh, yeah, what was it, the Sally? Sally Jesse Raphael glasses. Thank yep. you. Because, what did I say? Sarah something? Yeah, you were starting to say Sarah Jessica Parker, I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, t- looking at the did photos. Right? Yeah, yeah, well, looking at the photos between Christopher Titus and, and her, I don't know that I could have got either one wrong. <laughs> and if Christopher Titus is listening, you can send an email to. Uh, uh, you know what? Got it? What? What? Whose oh. email are you giving? Well, I, I was going to send send an email to I don't give a shit. Oh. I don't know who you are. Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> At gmail dot com. Oh, yeah. At gmail dot org. Gmail. Or, or, or. <laughs> yeah. There so, you yeah, go. I did nail it. There we go. All right. So, yep. Christopher Titus was Bob McReed, who yep. had the Sally Jesse Raphael glasses. And really, because of the size of them, too, a little bit of a Dahmer vibe. Dude looked a little Domery. In here? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. At, at the beginning. You know, before he died. Look, Domery. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just for shits and giggles, who did play Domer in that film anyway? Oh, uh, which one? Oh, there was more than one? Ah, forget it. No, nah, I don't care anymore. Once I heard more than one, forget it. I'm done. Why would you even waste the time with a cup? Drink on the job? Like, I want That's the 80s. <laughs> okay, so in 2002, Jeremy Renner played Dahmer in the movie Dahmer. Oh, we got to see that. I love Jeremy Renner. Sign me up. I don't mind him. And what do you the mean more... you don't mind him? Here's the thing. I now I take offense to that. Here's the thing. I don't mind him, and this is strictly based off of the Avenger movies and his role as Hawkeye. Because a lot he gets that character gets a lot of hate, right? People are just like, oh, Hawkeye's fucking lame, yada yada. The more I watch those movies with his character in it, 
the more I love him because his character is so hyper aware that he ain't shit compared to anybody else on the Avengers, compared to Thor, Hulk, and I love that. I can appreciate that. And the fact that I think Renner wanted the character to die off kind of early in the franchise and always kind of felt that his that character was not shit compared to even fucking Iron Man. I love that. And so I respect that. Well, first off, I, I that's actually pretty accurate. I actually agree with it. But I thought he also played it so well in the Avengers movie. But let's face it, he was also the luckiest guy in the Avengers movie because he was married to Linda Fiorentino. I know, Cardellini. <laughs> or Cardellini. God damn it. You fucked that name. up. Get yeah, out of my basement. God damn it. I was waiting for that. Yeah, Linda Cardellini. Yeah, when you got Linda Cardellini as your wife, you've already won life. So That's, that is true. You, you've already won. So just shut up and just live the rest of your life happily. Need to watch Dead to Me with me. Yes. Now I've watched it. Oh, that's right, you have. Oops. There's only two seasons, right? Yes, they're working on a third season. Okay, I'll watch that one. That I I will definitely. Christina Applegate and Linda Cardellini. She was just diagnosed with MS. No. Yeah. Oh, god damn it. And then uh, Selma, because Selma Blair has MS, and then there's a new documentary out featuring her, and I think her. Uh, kind of journey through MS. So it shows all the highs Selma and lows. Blair or? Selma Blair. Okay. And uh, I watched just the preview for it. And I'm like, all right, so I will need to watch this when I'm ready to sit down and have a good fucking cry because yeah. this is going to make me ball. Yeah, I love that's... her. I think she's great. But back to the movie. So yeah, the I was going to say, just... way to bring it down <laughs> yeah. there, Jen. So the car just, you know, fell off the bridge. And I was reading earlier that... Uh, that was actually that's that shot was supposed to be more spectacular where they were going to try and slingshot basically the car so it would like kind of launch but they didn't remove like the not the brakes but the barricades or whatever to hold the car in place and so it just kind of ended up off the bridge where did and you crashed. Read, where did you read that from? Because I read something that said that all the cars were rentals and if they screwed any of them up they'd have to pay a huge fine. Oh. And maybe that one was designated for maybe that scene, but that shot, yeah. Nothing. I'm not talking about any of the other vehicles. Well, because uh, you'll because you'll notice with the cop car, like when they try to ram it in one. Of, I think it's actually the next scene that they'll try to ram it in the wall to one of the clowns. It looks like it goes real fast, but it's only going like five miles an hour. And then the guy stops, and then like the bumper makes contact, and it's like supposed to <laughs> blah blah blah. This is kind of why I don't like popcorn. Is it because of this movie? Because it, it's alive. It does stop. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so they got, yeah, so well, the clown sprinkled the popcorn in there to get the guy. That's right. All right, so on IMDb it says, the scene in which a car is thrown over a cliff was initially intended to be far more spectacular. Maybe it wasn't that one. Uh, the car was to fly over the cliff and crash down to the ground. Unfortunately, the sling rope snapped because effects crew members neglected to remove the stoppers from underneath the car's wheels. The result was what is seen in the final film. The car slowly tumbles over the edge and becomes caught in a tree. <laughs> Maybe that's something they oh. discuss in the commentary too. Oh, so what it was is there was supposed to be webbing and it so all the cars were rentaled, so the webbing was supposed to get it, but it didn't, and so the webbing wound up failing, and then that's why the damage came in. That's why they got dinged. 
Now this one's creepy. This scene. Oh my god. This this is the one nightmares are made of for the most part. Why are all these people all like, hey, all happy to see some terrifying ass looking fucking clown? Oh yeah. The, the shadow puppet. The shadow puppet's the best. That dude booed. Boo. I'm dude. Boo, I couldn't do that. That's a lot of people waiting for the bus at night. Like, and not only late and scary. And not only that, he's doing the sound effects too. Shut up. You can't be impressed by that. <laughs> Look, a clown right there. Wait, that's a very sexy shadow puppy. Yeah, lady. no shit. I, l- l- wait, let's see where he's going with this. Oh, now they're scared. Oh. <laughs> and I like how he has the people in there, but I don't know what he does afterwards with them. He puts them with the popcorn, and the popcorn does the rest. Yeah, but what does the popcorn do? It actually kills them. It doesn't actually do anything. It doesn't turn them into popcorn. At least not as far as the movie says. Doesn't it wind them into one of those penis light bulbs? No. <laughs> no. No, that's the that's the other gun that does that. So it I don't know if it was just there to kill them or what. Yeah, and then you missed it. That oh. no, I that, saw it. That, that they s- like go like the slow five rolling. miles an hour and the bumper hits and then it stops. So jump. I'm throwing that. I love this guy. Seems like he's kind of wasted now. (laughs) He might be. Look at his little smile on his face. It's just like, this is the chief. How's it going? You know what he's doing through this scene right now is he's running through. I used to be on Broadway. I used to be a high paid actor. Now I'm doing a goddamn B movie. (laughs) Fuck this shit. (laughs) You know that's exactly what's going through his mind. He does a pretty good eyebrow scrunch. I don't know what you call that, actually. I don't know. Frow burrow. Burr. When you burrow. Furrow. Furrow your brow. There we go. I've not been able to, like, word the last two days. I keep fucking everything all up. Yeah, I've had problems with that, too, the last couple days, too. I don't know what it is. See, for me, actually, I thought it was just my period. But, Josh, you well, think it's your thanks period? Well, for that. And anyway, folks. Are we on the same come... cycle? Are we cycle bros? Uh, anyway, <laughs> folks, I got to sit there and say this is dozer out. Uh, we're done. <laughs> I am out when we start talking about that shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't want to hear about any of that. Not interested. Oh, the cramps were the worst. Oh, my time. God. So, so anyway, we're, we're watching Killer Clowns anyways. <laughs> Christopher Titus is in this, and yeah. uh, that Vernon <laughs> fellow's real good. <laughs> that is not more important than ice cream, dude. I'm sorry. Do they have root beer floats? Because those are my favorites. I may agree with you on that. <laughs> They might have bomb pops. Oh, well, they did. bomb pops. They did, because they're, they're ladies that when put out were eating bomb pops. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. I love bomb pops. Especially in liquor form. This has got to be the best scene in the movie. John Vernon against a clown. Against a killer clown. From outer space, can't you say killer clown? From outer space. From outer space. 
See, when they did this, I originally thought that was going to be acid or mm-hmm. something. Like, I was expecting something really gruesome. <laughs> Just a clown joke. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Rout row. What happened to his hand? Does he look like Officer Mooney? <laughs> like, what the hell is going on here? Officer Mooney, after he's finished off that bottle. They were drinking in the park, so they could think he's out. Well, they only had one bottle of wine. They made that absolutely certain. Wine. <laughs> Choice in the park. Goodness. Whoa, his hands grew back. He's so sweaty. He just had water put on his face. Oh, da-doy. Like flower. da <laughs> Well, how did he open up the car door? No, she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> this is going great, guys. <laughs> Officer Mooney down. Yeah, Officer Mooney down. There goes the end of the greatest character ever in the in in Killer Clowns. From outer space. From outer space. Yeah, I gotta throw that in R.I.P. Mooney. Here's more popcorn. So did you feel like the PG-13 was right for this? I honestly kind of forgot that this was PG-13. Because this was 88, so this must have been... Because the PG-13 rating didn't happen until, like, mid-80s. It was, like, Gremlins and what was the other one that kind of... Oh, I think an Indiana Jones... Oh, I just saw something about this. Because they were rated PG. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought they were rated R, but they wanted to get them down to at least a PG-13. Well, and no, they... those movies, I think, were, that was before PG-13 existed as a rating. Yeah. So they were, I think, PG, and then, and then they, people were just like, eh, these are a bit much for just a straight PG, and came up with the PG-13. I wish I had saved my YouTube list. Because I've been watching a YouTube channel that's been going through like all the 80s stuff. And they were talking about that the PG-13. Like some of them were really grotesque. But because at the time there wasn't one. A PG-13 back in the in uh, at least mid-80s, right? Right. Let's see. I'm trying to look that up. So the PG-13 rating was introduced on July 1st, 1984. So this has been four years after this. Yep. And there was a movie in 83 that actually... Oh, what was it called? Now I can't remember. I'm sorry. If I'd have known this that came up, I'd have wrote that shit down. But, oh. There was a movie that came out in 83 that prompted the PG-13 thing and it took them like well like most committees do forever to figure out that maybe we should just have a pg-13 temple of doom and gremlins prompted the pg-13 yes looking back on the two films that drove spielberg to suggest the creation of a new rating it's clear that something had to be done all these years later temple of doom and gremlins maintain statuses as films that had profound effects on many childhood for better or worse yeah (laughs) But I thought they were originally, especially with the uh, original releases, or when I say original, air quotes, that they were way too graphic, so they were R, not PG. That's how I understood it to be, is that it went from R to PG-13. 
Because you said Temple of Doom, right? Because mm-hmm. that was actually rated R at some point. Because I remember, re- I remember uh, doing uh, watching a podcast about it. At least that's what they said. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe and, it was, and, but and I, you know, and that could very well be the this article that I'm looking at. Oh, oh I uh, yeah, clown could... just turned Mooney into a puppet, and that was also very freaky. But this article is from 2014 uh, from MTV.com. PG-13 turns 30, looking back at the two movies that made the rating necessary. Okay. Should we just call this, instead of Killer Clowns from Outer Space, Live Watch, just a rant about goddamn random shit? Like, Because <laughs> now we finally got, because to go back to Killer Clowns, just real quick, now we figure out how to kill them. So. Yep. You gotta shoot them in the news. Well, Mooney even makes that point earlier yeah. in the movie... Where he goes, I should, I should, I should uh, punch you in your in your stupid round yep. or red nose or something like that. From outer space. See, you keep doing that, but I don't like that. It's gotta be killer clowns. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pigs in space, man. Anytime the words outer and space are together, you have uh, to don't say it. As, Can we not go back to the Muppets? Space. When do they get a clown on top of it now? It was always one. Oh, I missed that. Because that was actually one of the things I looked for after like the 80, 80th time I watched this. But this is what boggles my mind. So you just saw him drive down the street. Absolutely nothing. Regular street, people are driving up. They turn one block, and this is what you see. <laughs> like, what the hell happened? I mean, it's how block parties are, right? Well, one block, me, there's a party. Next block, there's not. To me, it looks like gerrymandering to me. So, but whatever. <laughs> Can I get political all of a sudden? <laughs> and what is that? Just, like, empty film tape? Or is that, like, film tape from all, like, the... Shitty, uh, I was trying to come up with something. I got nothing. God damn it. <laughs> Maybe it's like, you know, before like tissue paper, cray paper for parties, they had like the plastic cellophane because in the 80s they didn't care about Mother the Earth. Yeah, they're just like, it's shiny and it makes crinkle noises. <laughs> and grandma plastic to their couch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To keep it neat and clean. Oh my God, please don't. <laughs> Will you not? <laughs> What the hell are you talking about? I would just burn the place down. Oh, Aquanet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. Did you know that going in or did you just no. say it? No. Oh, you just... Aquanet is of the 80s. Yeah. I had some. The fuck did she trip on? Nothing. A rug. Time to fall down. Plot. But yeah, but to be fair, where was she going to go anyway? So falling down made no sense, but she had nowhere to go. <laughs> the clown's outside with the tiny, like, Tiny ass thing. trampoline. Nice leg warmers. Yeah. Is that where we're going with is the fashion of the 80s now? Yep. I do like her oversized sweater. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Maybe it was a bad idea bringing my wife here because now I got two girls talking about fashion and I'm trying to watch the goddamn movie. So why does she turn into a ball and not a light bulb? Well, it's 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 like Star Trek. You can you can uh, turn your phaser from kill yeah, to stun. Exactly. Yeah, and so, so they capture can turn her into a balloon. Yeah. But to be fair, how much air do you suppose is actually in that? Like, I feel like by the time they actually got to her, oh, by the the carbon dioxide in that in that bubble would have been way too much. She wouldn't have lived. Oh, she's dead now. She should be, anyways. You think now? I I don't well, think I mean, now because, like you said, like there's not a lot of air in there. And she's panicking. She's freaking out. Yeah. It, okay. I, but I don't think she should be dead by now. But <laughs> by the time she gets, because yeah. look at how long this. Look at how long this uh, chase scene is. She should be dead by the end of this. Is what I'm saying. Or at least suffering from, like, some shaken baby syndrome shit stuck in that balloon on the back of the <clears throat> clown car just waving in the air. I made a joke about that yesterday. Nobody nobody laughed because they didn't get what I was doing. Because uh, I was talking with a former politician at the bar last night. <laughs> and I, I was like, he goes... Well, you have to shake a lot of hands. I said, no, you're doing it wrong. You kiss a lot of hands and shake a lot of babies. <laughs> <laughs> That's he, an old joke, and he didn't get that? No, he didn't even get it. And I was uh, like, oh, come on. Whatever. Must not have been a wise politician. Well, Are there any? Yeah. Ah, uh, set spike. <laughs> Jimmy, you beat me to my own joke. I was trying to set her up for it, and you beat me to it. God damn it. I hate it when people do that. I'm trying to set up my own joke. Yeah, so now you got the Terenzi brothers. You got, uh, what the hell is his name? Mike Tobacco and uh, John or Dave Hansen, the, the cop. So now we're coming up to a scene where you got this cop outside like this weird-ass fun house. And this security guard was supposed to be played by none other than Soupy Sales. Do you remember who Soupy Sales was name. back in the 70s and early or late 60s? The name is familiar. I probably have to. But go ahead. So what happened was in this scene. So you got you got this tiny ass car, which if clown my car. if yeah. it, it's a clown car. But if my fat ass fit into it, it would have been amazing, let alone one, two, three, four, five. And they keep coming. I think there's or there's five oh, of oh, them. Yeah, five. And they all got and they all got cream pies. So what happens here is they throw these pies at the security guard. But the re, but they wanted Soupy Sales to be in this scene so that because back in the day he had cream pies thrown him all the time. I was going to say that was like his shtick, right? Yeah, his- exactly. They wanted him. And you know what? Do you know what the single reason was why they didn't have him in it? Huh? They didn't want to play, pay for the plane ticket. They had $2 million in 1988, and they couldn't swing for what? Probably like a $50 plane ticket? I don't understand. And you know what their expre- the reason was for? Is because they didn't think people would know who Soupy Sales was. Now, let's face it. Today? Sure. Definitely not. But back in 1988, they would have had a chance. There, there, there's a chance. And not only that, but you would have had people that would have laughed their asses over it. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at all these white dudes to the rescue. 
this scene here when they actually go into the tent, mm -hmm. at least the beginning, because it's not the tent in and of itself. This is the fun house. It, the tent was behind it. That's a pretty creepy fun house part, like with all these like dinosaurs and monsters. Dragons and or whatever yeah. the hell you want to call them. Yeah, it was never this cool of county fairs and whatnot. Well, they didn't have a $2 million budget. That is true. They had a county budget. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> why don't they talk to us instead of killing us, he said. Isn't that adorable? Yeah, how, how nice. What inferior species is going to give us this, the, mm -hmm. the secrets to space travel or something like that? Whatever. Or have, like, give any shits of what we think about. Yeah. Aww. That's so cute, officer whatever. <laughs> officer whatever. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that's not his name in the credits. Is that uh, Hanson? Dave Hanson? Yes, it is. Played by uh, John Allen Nelson. Correct. All three first names. <laughs> Oh, I might know him from Quantum Leap. Okay. I never watched it. What? And this is funny. Everybody just walks by this this red button because, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. You never touch the button. And then this asshole. All right, who would be the button toucher in this room? Me. I'm not going to lie because my, my answer to everything is what's the worst that could happen? So uh, clowns it. could turn you into giant cotton candy dicks. But I'm I'm one of those guys that I always let the hey whatever let the dice fall where they are or whatever. <laughs> I want to see where this goes. <laughs> Put a quarter in this and ride the ride. Yeah, like whatever <laughs> is make it out great. If I don't, eh, I had a good run. Screw it. <laughs> oh yeah, the female clowns. Oh yeah. Well, at least the ice cream guys finally get a little smoochy smoochy. I hope that's all it is. <laughs> yeah, and then the inflatable boobs. Yeah, the inflatable boobs. I think I've always missed this scene. It's a blink and you miss it scene. Mm -hmm. Well, when we watch it at 2 o'clock in the morning, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, uh, what? It just froze. No. Freeze frame. Oh, there it goes. Oh. Good job, Xbox 360, you yeah, old no bitch. Alright, I keep banging on Xbox because I'm a PlayStation guy. <gasps> oh, air high five. PlayStation. Oh, yeah. That was but, really bad for an air high five. Yeah, well, you know, nobody else can see it, so screw them. <laughs> we could have just been like, nailed it. But you know, you had to sit there and admit it and then yeah. screw it up for everybody else. Okay, let's try again. Air high five. Uh. Well, actually, that actually was pretty good. <laughs> that was actually a good one. <laughs> Left-handed job? Well, well, I'm going to hit that <laughs> thing over here. I like that she's over there critiquing your air high five. That's why I got married, so I could critique on every goddamn... And to be fair, nope. our anniversary was yesterday. That's so. right. Happy Annie, you guys. Ah, shit. <laughs> it's been, what, 25 years? <laughs> so long I don't look both ways when I cross the street. <laughs> well, I remember the one year both of us forgot. It was two or three years ago, both of us forgot our anniversary. Like, we didn't remember. And then the next day, she goes, you know what yesterday was? And I was like, uh, trash day? And she goes, no, it was our anniversary. I'm like, no, I got it right. <laughs> 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 
All right, so back to the movie. Now, yeah, Tom, yeah, yeah. Okay, now yes. we got all those jokes out of the way. <laughs> so this was the part that always kind of fascinated me because when the clown sticks their big old twisty, swirly straws into the cocoon people, cotton candy cocoon people, it's like the biggest twirly thing. And it's like even a small twirly straw is like impossible to drink through. Well, that's the thing, because you got to suck all the air out of it. And that thing is like, what would you assume? Two, three feet long? Yeah, easily. Like, at least with the... Because it's, yeah, it's very like um, like a chemist, kind of, like a lot of lot going on there. Well, they but, have to do that so they can take the condensation out, the air out, and stuff like that. So and it's... Science and Yeah, stuff. science. For, for those that don't know, do I science. used to be a microbiologist, yep. so yeah, I understand <laughs> how some of this works. But yeah, it's, it's, but it's just a crazy straw. You got to suck all that air out. So he's, to be honest, and this isn't anything sexual, but he's got to suck for like... A that's minute a and a half. Suck. I mean, that's like veins are coming <laughs> to out. To get neck. nothing on just on the onset. Yeah, just a tiny taste. <laughs> oh my god, there's so many jokes there. I can't yeah, let's let's, <laughs> yeah, let's drop that. Let's drop that. <laughs> that could literally take us to the end of the movie. It really could. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. She's I fine. feel like I feel like this is gonna be the lowest listened to episode ever. <laughs> I don't know. Our Grounded for Lives are really Grounded for Life episodes are really popular. For an older show and a sitcom and for five episodes, I'm actually surprised at how many people have listened to those. They really Well, like people to see must people be really revisit. bored. No shit. <laughs> like don't get me wrong, I'm all caught up on mine, so I'm just like listening to random shit now. But I was talking to someone about that. You know, because a lot of other, like, indie podcasts, they like to stay current with all the new stuff. People, other podcasts have a much faster turnaround than I do. Because I like yeah. to have, I like my backlog. As much as it stresses me out, I like having a set ready to go that I can kind of pick and choose. Yeah, so I don't always do the new stuff. And clearly, not everyone wants to listen. Doesn't want another podcast talking about Loki or Bad Batch or whatever new show is out Fear right Street, now. Apparently, and now is another one that I watched the first one and was instantly bored. And really, I, I finished. I did finish it out. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I like, haven't watched it, but I'm 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 kind of surprised that you said that. I, I liked a lot of the nods and the homages to like more '90s, and because there was a lot of like kind of '90 nods, '90 horror movie nods, like screaming to screaming stuff. And uh, so those things I did appreciate, but overall, I just I don't know. I I, I wasn't. I was bored. And so I didn't watch the other two. I only watched 1984. Okay. I did think about going watching the last one because the little bit that I know about the about the trilogy, the last one seems to be the one that might possibly interest me the most. Because hmm. I, but I don't know. Is this how the other watch party went? Like it's like yeah, you're, you're, we're watching this, but now we're we get off in these tangents. Oh yeah. When I when I record with other people, there are definitely a lot more tangents than like you and I. When you you and I are very focused. And what I love though is that I record a little differently with everyone else. You know, so some folks are we go off on tangents. Me and Laura, we like to talk about cheese a lot. Uh, Eric and I will just tangent off on whatever the fuck we're talking about. And but you and I, we're we stay pretty focused, which is pretty amazing. 
Yeah, clearly today is not that day. Not one of those days. Yeah, it's definitely not one of those days. But it's a watch party. I haven't seen you in fuck I don't know how long, and that's okay. Ginger and I saw. It's okay, like it was too soon. You saw (laughs) me. You take it how you want. Fair enough. Fair enough. Ginger and I saw just a few weeks ago, but that's still not enough. So it's. And I don't always drink when I record either, right? Depending yeah. on the guest and, yeah, and the to vibe, be fair, so. I wouldn't have... I mean, I'm having a few cock beers. Cocks? <laughs> oh, shit. I just, oh, fuck. All right, all right. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, I kind of put myself in that one. Shit. I caught myself. Cocktails. I should have just let... Yeah. Whatever. Hey, don't judge. <laughs> no judgment, man. As long as you use your blinker and you don't leave your fucking grocery cart in the middle of the goddamn aisle while you walk to the other end. <laughs> there are just some things that are unacceptable. Put it to the side. I missed it. They saved her, huh? Yeah, they shot the bubble, got her out, even though by what I understand to be she should have been dead, but whatever. For those of you listening, yes, we are coming to the end of the podcast, so... Yes, we are towards the end. Uh, we talk bullshit through the exciting part. Yeah, well, we missed. Well, you almost missed the point with the super sales part. Uh, yeah, we got yeah. through the John Vernon. Uh, we got through the the Dickies having the best. Is that like the king clown? Oh, they, they, they've they, dubbed him Clownzilla. Yes, that is exactly it. <laughs> And so the photography for him is it's actually a guy in it and they and they brought the camera down mm-hmm. and brought it back so that that like forced perspective. Correct. See, and if anything this movie should be appreciated for the practical effects cuz you and I talked about practical versus the special effects with Nightmare. Yeah. Well, any CGI sort yes. of thing. Like I get like like we talked about earlier with the with the cotton candy thing. I mean, that one seems way so, but and they do it well enough for eighty-eight, but, yeah. But but with the clowns in and of themselves, holy shit, are these guys creepy as hell? Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe not so much this this scene, but almost all the special effects mm-hmm. hold up. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. I mean, you know, yes, a movie this old, some things are going to look, quote, cheesy compared to what we're, we've become accustomed to. Mm-hmm. But when you really think about it, again, practical versus special, like this, they did a really fucking good job with this. Oh, God, yes. And for $2 million, I, 1988 money, I would fucking hope so. <laughs> I'm still blown away that that's how much this movie had. I mean, I see it now. I get it. But... Still did you, so much. Did you see how much it actually made, though? Like, what I did was the not. Okay. I no. Oh, I thought that was a. I did not. All I saw was that uh, it did okay in theaters, but then got gained that cult following after. Yeah, I mean, for a lot of these, and th- and this is clearly a B movie. This is where, like, it's the cult following that always gets them the money. It's mm-hmm. not the theatrical release. It's not. The big budget promotion, like when a cult following knows about something, oh shit, your shit's gonna, mm-hmm. it's gonna it, blow I up. Mean, like this looks like kind of crap. Don't get me wrong. It's a 
it does, but really, it doesn't look that bad. I th- for I think 88. It like, I think it kind of looks like crap. I mean, is this is the DVD has the DVD been like digitally remastered? Do you know or anything? No, the picture's this is pretty clear. This is one of the first copies of the DVD you could have gotten. So maybe they cleaned it up with something else. I don't know. That I don't know. I don't know if you can get a better version of this or not. Okay, okay. So the cop, Blondie cop, just like poked Clownzilla in the nose with like the pointy part of his badge. So if you're Clownzilla and you know your weak spot is your nose, unless you're going to gobble a motherfucker like straight away, why are you going to hold someone within reach of your weak spot? Exactly. But maybe they don't know it. They don't know their weakness? I don't know. It, it depends. Hmm. Because they've never gone up against plucky 80s old teens. <laughs> Ooh, Blondie Cop lives. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a little sick of the whole... And they're both happy about it. Oh, they're going to be a thruple now. A what? A thruple. What the fuck is that? It's a couple. still it's, alive! It's a three-person, because you can't call it a couple, because a couple is two. So it's a thruple. Shit's Greek. Well, I don't know. I, and I Creek, they I'm... were um, David and Stevie and, oh, fuck, what was his name? The hunky dude. Jake. Jake. Thank you, Virginia. Uh, they were they were a thruple for like an episode and a half. All right. <laughs> uh, what, I never watched Shit's Creek. I don't know. So, and I will not either for that matter. Just, just won't. Why? Do you, right. do you hate happiness and comedy and joy and love and comedy and eyebrows? I hate happiness. <laughs> That's why you got married. Her, her, her. <laughs> well, she said over. it. Yeah, she said it first off, so I do agree with that. Well, just let it go, because this is the best part. Yeah, if, if if nothing else, if you don't even watch the movie, all I got to sit there and say is, listen to the goddamn music. It is the best song ever. As far as I'm concerned, somebody's going to have to do better. Like, don't get me wrong. I love the RoboCop uh, orchestra and stuff, but this is way better. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the Chido brothers were, the whole family was all <coughs> over the place. I mean, they were the producers. One of them was actually uh, one of them Clownzilla. Yeah, I was going to say. Wasn't yeah, one of them was Clownzilla. Uh what it, and I don't even know how many there are. Last I heard, there was like three, maybe four. I I don't even know. I just saw Linda. She was a something producer. Yeah, so there's the two brothers and, and the girl, but I also heard there's another brother. So I don't even know about that. Yeah, because I, I don't know. The credits have uh, Stephen Chiodo. Is that how you pronounce the last name? Chiodo. Chiodo. And then Charles. Yep, there's a Charles as well. And then what did you say, Linda? Linda. Uh, Linda as well, so there's four at least. Wow. I, I don't. Well, to be fair, we I don't know if they're all the same family or anything like that. So, it's a, I would assume so, just based on the. It's not like they're a Smith or a Johnson. Yeah. Or a Hanson. Yeah, it, it is. It is a pretty designated last name. Specific, like, yeah. What should be your name? <laughs> You're the cheap one. <laughs> 
All right, well, so I, I know you've said that this is a favorite comfort re uh, comfort rewatch. watch for you. So where would you rank it out of like ten? Ooh, 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 that's a good ooh. one. I'm I'm gonna have to go with at least at least an eight. It's right. it's really high up there. It's really high up there. It's not as high as Robocop. But it's definitely up there. I mean, the movie is amazing. And part of the reason is, is just, I'm going off of what we've already reviewed. Mm -hmm. So as as far as something to rewatch, as far as movies, I'm not going to bring Grounded for Life into it. Sure. Because that's a series and that's that's its own genre. Mm -hmm. What I'm going to say is, is though that it's a simple movie. You can watch it. You can enjoy it. It's a, I mean, there is no, it's not like Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, sorry, okay. Friday the 13th and all that stuff where you got to, like, if you're trying to watch a series, then you got to watch all of them. And yeah, you got to go through some crap to get to some good ones afterwards. But this, a standalone, oh, this is just great. Mm -hmm. uh, the only thing I'm worried about is, because they are trying to get a a sequel out, I'm a little worried. I'm I'm a little worried, but I'm curious to see because you use the phrase the term requel. Yes, that, well, that's what slash that's or, right. That's that what was they used. said. So a reboot slash sequel. Aren't they trying to make it? Yeah, there's that too. They're trying to do the 3D thing, but I, which is whatever. kind of interesting because I was just reading like a Twitter thread, uh, some or some tweets the other day about 3D movies, and it was actually uh, Neil Gaiman that was in in some Twitter followers that were kind of talking about because he was talking about the movie Caroline is going to be in the theaters again sometime soon. It's an animated movie based on one of his works. Oh, okay. So, which. Yeah, so it would be available in 3D. And some people had commented that, you know, the, the 3D use in Caroline is so much better because it's not used as, like, jump scares. It's used as perspective for the storytelling. Hmm. Whereas a lot of, like, 3D use now, you get you see a lot in, like, horror movies, PG-13 horror movies and R. And it's, it's strictly for jump scares and just to kind of get that attention. Whereas they made – because I've never seen Caroline. Carolyn and but it's so they made it seem like it's it, it's not the 3D isn't like the main focus, but it just adds to the visual of the, the visual storytelling. So to do something like Killer Clowns in a 3D to me would just be a money grab, a, a thing to try and just capitalize it on it as best they can for jump scare purposes and not so much for visual storytelling. So you're talking like you you think that the Killer Clowns 3D movie would be like the Saw 3D movie where it's like, yeah, it comes at you, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like the, yeah, the chunks and whatnot. Yeah. yeah I don't think okay. it would be. And I agree with that. And, and I don't think that this movie needs that. It's already got a scary premise. Like mm -hmm. you don't need to do the 3D garbage. No. Like I I mean they could almost make redo this movie like scene for scene, shot for shot, maybe update the dialogue a little bit or some of the <laughs> characters. But like for the most part, I think they could easily just straight up remake this movie, do it well, and not need to add any of that shit. 
And and my answer with today's to that, effects and everything. In and my answer to that is maybe other than some effects. I mean, we talked about it earlier that this movie, even with the puppetry and stuff like that, it's already perfect. Mm-hmm. Like this is what you want. And and to be honest, if they were gonna do a, a sequel or a requel or whatever the hell they want to call it, I would just say that keep as long as you keep doing practical effects, yes. you will nail this. Yes. Period. If they try and come in too much with some CGI bullshit, it it'll fail right yes. then and there. So I think that's kind of what makes this movie a cult classic and stand out and has that it has the longevity that it has is because of the practical effects. Yes. The acting's a little cheesy. What it's what you expect from kind of. You know, kind of. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, Only a no. little bit. No, but no, you know terrible. what? I, yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. But I mean, really, like those clowns are fucking scary, and their tent inside is kind of spooky. And so what I wanted to ask you is, so there was that one scene, and we kind of talked over it. No, where that, little, where that yeah, no shit. Right? <laughs> you have to yeah, be more specific. <laughs> but there was that little girl at the at the. Well, I'll be specific. Yeah, yeah. She was at the uh, uh, the fast food uh, makeshift McDonald's, whatever the hell you want to call it. You see a clown that looks like that. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I am not going anywhere near that person. Period. Fucking agree. So what the hell she was doing? But she's young. So she she's know. an '80s kid. She's probably been ignored and been at home by herself since like three in the afternoon, and just now getting to go out to have dinner with the fam at eight. <laughs> exactly, and I get that part of it, but I'm just like. It's not like it's like Ronald McDonald from the 60s, you know, with the face paint and stuff like that where you can tell. But this looks like an actual living fucking demon. Yeah. Yeah. Demon almost. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. So I was like, I I wouldn't. But I don't know. Uh, Being that. What would you say she was? Probably 10. I I would guess somewhere between 7 and 10. 7 and 10. I was going to say maybe 11. But yeah. And it's like, for the most part, I feel bad because I am too open and honest with my kids. So they kind of pick up on some of my anxieties and my fears, one of them being clowns. So there's no way in hell my children be like, oh, hi, big scary clown sitting on the play shit outside of a McDowell's. (laughs) McDowell's. Does we have to start saying McDowell's for a copyright thing? Is that what we're Uh, No, that just reminded me of like uh, coming to America. Thank you for getting the reference, Jen Jen. I just watched Coming to America, the second one. So, but I've heard mixed things about that. Uh, What's your hot take? You want you want the mic? I was a little bored. <laughs> a little yeah. bored. I've heard mixed things, so we'll we'll probably watch it eventually, just because you know well, you two can do that. It's I'm not, not a doing must it. watch. I still like the original. Still the best. The doy. Yeah. <laughs> what were we talking about the movie yeah we we're talking about killer clowns apparently so. <laughs> oh is that why we're here today <laughs> so yeah killer clowns from outer space definitely worth a rewatch definitely understand the cult classic status of it absolutely um back when fun story true story so back in probably the early 90s at this point, Killer Clowns from Outer, outer Space was so like one of my top favorite movies at the time. And I was having like a slumber party. And 
I was like, okay, you guys, we're going to watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And everyone was kind of on board, except for one friend. And I said that we were going to change her name for the, uh, you know, maintain privacy. So we'll just call her Virginia. It wasn't Virginia. But uh, she did not like, she already had a fear of clowns. And she was like 150% against watching it. To the point where she went into another room by herself. My mom came down and caught all of that. And so then I got in trouble. I had to shut the movie off because I wasn't being inclusive and sensitive to my friend. And okay, fine. You're fucking right. It's my slumber party. It's my party. And I want to watch Kiddo Clowns if I want to. Well, you invited people. So. Yes. But yeah, so that was that mm, around that time was probably the last time I watched Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And I have to say, it holds up. Oh, I can't believe you waited so long to watch it. I, I, I literally can't because this is, to me, like I said, it's one of my go-to movies. I mean, this is... So how you waited so long to re-watch it is just mind-boggling to me. Because I think for a while I You had... took a pee break, which kind of offended me. Look, I have a tiny-ass bladder. I'm just saying... And <laughs> in a just... nervous, anxious bladder. So the second I'm like... I really need to like focus on this other thing and not worry. Oh, now I have to shit. Well, <laughs> that's I what my body pee, does to but me. Whatever. But I was like, you could have paused it, and we could have both taken a break and all that. So, oh, I suppose I could have been kind to my guest during. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, there's some that things too. don't change after thirty some years. <laughs> I'm not enough. considerate of my guest. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nah, don't worry about it. No, um. But where do you put this on, like, some of your, like, at least at least B-horror-rated top five or whatever this, you want to put it? It's definitely gotten bumped up there. Because I think over the years, you know, I, I loved it when I was younger. Then, you know, whatever, didn't watch it for a while. And then probably just started thinking, you know, because it is a B-horror movie that it was just, like, too cheesy, too campy. You know I love cheese and camp, but I think there's also a line. And so I think my memories, like, my false memories were just like, oh, it's, you're you're remembering it too fondly. It was probably worse than this. Now that I've sat down and watched it again, it, it's it's up there now on, uh, on my list of favorite B-movies, B-horror movies. It's the right amount of camp and cheese, because especially now, looking back um, on a movie that came out in the 80s, certain things you expect, like the acting, as we had discussed, was very cheesy in 80s, quintessential cheesy 80s acting. So some of it I, I feel like I can appreciate more. And then just having these memories of like, oh, my God, that part and this part. And yeah, what the fuck's up with the popcorn? So it's it's definitely up there now. I can't believe it's been so long for me to rewatch it, but I I kind of can't wait to watch it with Ross because I think he will laugh at it and he will yell things at it. He gets his rage watching from me where he yells things at the television when it doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, it's I think the both. I, I actually think both Lee and Ross would get a get a real huge kick out of it. Like as long as they're not afraid of the clowns and stuff in and of itself. They'll be fine, and it's. I mean, there's no, go there's literally no goal. No. So it's the uh, idea of it, which would hit the adults, but as a kid, you wouldn't understand it mm -hmm. necessarily. 
So it'd be interesting though if they watch it and then they no longer care for cotton candy or popcorn. Save us I'll, some carny money, but well, I was gonna say, I mean, popcorn getting stuck in your teeth, fuck that shit. I mean, that's enough <laughs> for me to. And I'm not. What are I'm your not, thoughts on corn on the cob? Ooh, I love me some fucking <laughs> corn on the cob. Oh shit. <laughs> That for that one, I may actually take some stuff in the teeth. Oh, that sounds dirty. Well, God damn it. <laughs> that's twice. Corn's his favorite vegetable. Yeah, so. yeah. Corn, I love corn on the cob. I will. I mean, that is some good shit. It really <sighs> is. Oh my god. No, right. uh, and uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I no, was I got say, nothing. I was going to say something. I was just going to wrap it up. See if you guys had any other uh, stray observations or anything that you wanted to toss in. If nothing else, if you don't watch the movie, just listen to the song. It mm-hmm. lyrically, it's actually really funny too. So you owe yourself two and a half minutes to listen to that. I would agree. I would agree. That was very fun. That was a very fun, catchy. Fun song, like I said, fun. So, it's it's on one of my playlists and on YouTube. So it's it's it's, say, a, it's on every music app. It's on Spotify. <laughs> I don't know about pa- Pandora, but YouTube too. Well, well just look go. Up, just go on YouTube. It's completely free. So yeah, just watch that. <laughs> just 30- Google Dickies. You'll be fine. Nothing bad will come no, up. Just look up Killer Clowns <laughs> from Outer Space intro, and psh, you're done. All right. I think that's, I, I, I don't think I've got anything else to add. Are you guys good? I am good. We get you good. This was a lot of fun. This I, was oh, a lot of fun. Oh my God. We'll, live. Oh, we'll have to do this again. This was definitely a good watch party. Yeah, the drive's too goddamn long. Well, Jesus Christ, all that goddamn construction. Oh, that's through. right, because this part will get cut. Yeah, they're adding in a roundabout. <laughs> yeah, you cut. Royal or royal. I told rural. you it was a roundabout. Boom. Don't fuck with General I didn't Ed. tell her she was wrong. I was like, I don't fucking know. But she's just letting you know she was right. Yeah, and I was like, okay. So it's a roundabout. I don't know what you want me to do. Well, I hope you all have enjoyed this uh, little watch party with Dozer and special guest Jin Jin RN. Thanks for listening and keep streaming. Bye. Bye. If you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to let me know by rating and reviewing wherever you get your podcast fix. Follow me on Twitter at Streaming Bubble. Find me on Facebook and Instagram as My Streaming Bubble. Have thoughts, suggestions, questions, or want to be tolerated? Email me at mystreamingbubble at gmail.com. If you want to show your love and support for this little old podcast in monetary form, search My Streaming Bubble over at buymeacoffee.com and buy me a cheese wedge. And if you want to take that love and support to the next level, head over to Redbubble where you can find and purchase My Streaming Bubble merch. All monetary support goes right back into this podcast from new recording equipment to night cheese. Thanks for your support and keep streaming.